What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Loot Bros Podcast. I'm your host, Resident Daryl, and with me tonight, I've got Clive. What up, people? I am going to apologize for my sauciness tonight. She got sauce in the pants. And then with us tonight, we got an old returning guest, longtime friend of the show, a uh, a magic connoisseur, I guess you would say, so someone who has turned his back on his true gaming ways and has devoted himself to magic we have john michael what's up game squat oh what's up guys it's been a long time brother it has been i actually just picked up mafia i'm playing mafia the definitive edition oh my gosh look at that that's two times this week you have surprised me with an actual game yeah i will so okay so i got a credit card like an adult uh so you have to try it out you know make sure it works so i picked up mafia uh for playstation 4 i picked up destroy all humans for xbox to show the daryl that i actually use my xbox oh yeah and then the triple threat we got a switch game for kara there you go yeah she got the untitled goose game so she's been goosing around (laughs) that's awesome that's actually that's an interesting game it's it's very cute she she adores it. Good, good, good. That's awesome. Well, John Michael, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, I'm gonna call you Squat the rest of the show. Yeah, you're good. Longtime listeners will remember that when you came on the first time, it was because we met at a GameStop that you worked at. You insulted me for my choice of game that I was purchasing. Do you remember what game that was? Yeah, it was Call of Duty. Which one? Uh, mo- uh no, was it Modern Warfare? No. No, it was Advanced Ghost. War. No, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The one where you go on the moon. <laughs> no, yeah, it was Ghost. It was so funny because er- everyone who listens to this show knows that I've always championed that game, and I went into GameStop because we had an Xbox 360 in my office at the time. And at lunch, me and the guys would get together and do some uh, some split screen deathmatch, aka and- play really bad COD games <laughs> or really good cod games and so the only game we didn't have in there at the time was ghost and that one just so happened my favorite and i was like oh man i'm gonna go get it so i swing over to gamestop i pick it up and you're like you know this one sucks right (laughs) it's like this happens to be my favorite (laughs) can we be friends (laughs) no it was more like uh you know this game sucks right can i have a job that's actually exactly how it happened. <laughs> I mentioned the fact that we play video games at work and John Michael was like, Hey, can I come back? <coughs> Smoke you another one. You'd be all right. I, uh, drank down the wrong pipe. There you go. Well, oh, show uh... faux pas. <laughs> Look, if you're going to swallow on the show, at least do it like a champ. <laughs> um, <laughs> Do show us how to swallow, Daryl. Oh, no, thank you. That's not my bag. All right. So this is the Loot Bros Podcast. This is a general gaming and somewhat comedic podcast. Some people think we're funny. I'm mostly and John now Magic. No, you know what? You are the, what were you, probably now the third person we've had on the show that plays Magic. See, more more Magic players than um, Resident Evil players. Well, here's well, the problem. Look what happened to who the, the other magic two? Players. Real well, quick. Uh, well, Frosty was a magic player. Look where he was. He's a uh, statistics guy. And well, we're not counting him yet. We're talking about and then B Button Boy. He was a he was a magic guy. And look where he's at. That's true. That's true. 
Is this the path what? you want to follow? Third shift. What about me? You gave up your magic ways. But I didn't get rid of my magic cards. Oh, that's true. She plays magic. So that old man still lives there. He does. But but in my defense, they're hidden behind all my board games. I literally hid them from myself. <laughs> she hides magic cards like uh, old fathers <clears throat> hide porno tapes. Exactly. Yo, so speaking of that, my UFC guy I'm playing right now. I'm playing UFC. Another video game. There you go. Boom. That's two. Uh, my guy's name is J.M. Magic Man Murphy. Oh my gosh. He probably has AIDS. I don't know about that. <laughs> not not yet. He hasn't got enough blood from other people on him. <laughs> It'll happen eventually. All right, guys. <clears throat> Typical loot bros fashion. We start the show off with a toast. John Michael, you hadn't forgot, have you? No, but I don't have anything to crack. Oh my gosh. You know what? You just like those other magic players. And to be honest, we probably had six magic players on the show now. So. I also have a rum and coke because I'm an adult. I've got a diet coke because I'm an adult plus two. I got a Dr. Ugly. This episode is sponsored by Dr. Ugly. <laughs> I don't know. Is Dr. Ugly like Dr. Pepper? Yeah, except it's flavored water. It's actually a really good company. And the last <laughs> time that I made an ugly joke and I told them on Twitter, they wanted to know the podcast I was on so they could follow us. Hey, you know oh, what? Yes, yeah, shout them out. That'd be awesome. <laughs> All right. Before we toast, there's a couple things I want to toast to. Okay. A would be the end of the second ever trophy war between Team Loot and Team Trophy Horse. By God, they did it again. They pulled a fast one, and right the and the and the eleventh hour, they took the lead and they beat us by one point in the war. It was a slobber knocker. It was a blast. We had a really good time. I've got some great stories to tell. I'll sprinkle them out between this episode and the next few. And I'm even going to have a special super loot bros with uh, Noah the Builder. I'm going to have my son on, and we're going to talk about just kind of our experience, but like just gaming in general between a father and a son and like just some of the the fun we've had. We had a blast. Our stream was lit. Those first couple hours of the war, we were having fun. Both my boys were having a blast. My nephew was over. He was having fun, but he was also trying to be a hipster. So it was, uh, it was very cool. Uh, next up, we're going to be toasting to our Patreon producers, MZ Nitro, and my name is Epping Mayo. We also want to, Pop a little toes to the uh, uh, new iTunes reviews that we have. We've got three new iTunes reviews to read out. No, wait, four, four iTunes reviews to read out. Thank you guys so much for everyone who's listened to the show and reviewing. If you have not ever reviewed the Libros podcast, either the red feed or the black feed, either one, please take a moment, do so. If you don't use iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever they call it these days, to do your reviews or to do your podcasting, take a minute, log in on your computer, log in on your phone, whatever it is you do, leave us a review. Uh, it makes a tremendous difference. Whenever every single time someone goes and, and, and drops a review, we see an increase of numbers coming into the show and that allows us to grow. So we definitely appreciate it. Uh, thank you, patrons and toast to the war. Awesome. So I didn't even finish my last Diet Coke before I opened that one. So I'm double fisting them. Is it going to be another six Coke episode? 
<laughs> Here's to a war I was never in. <laughs> you you know what? You can be in the next one there because we're not done. Um, the- so can I tell a story about the entire the the uh, uh your the war the beginning story? Go for it. So I logged in. I couldn't wait to start watching, and Daryl wasn't re- quite ready. He didn't start at the same time as Tricky did. So I yeah. jumped onto Tricky's team first, and it was crickets and quiet. <laughs> And I'm sure if I paid attention, I'd hear, oh, yeah, from one of those anime titty games he was playing. <laughs> yeah, uh, he played 20 hours of anime That and just, just squish noises. Yep. <laughs> so I then jumped into your stream, and it was lit. We were having fun. We were making jokes. We were talking about Batman versus Superman. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> my nephew thought that the games I was playing were so horrendous, because they were. That was playing some really trash, easy Platinums. Uh, shout out Breakthrough Gaming. <laughs> oh. I was playing some awful stuff. But the best part was, is every time I'd pop a Platinum, if I got a trophy, we'd yell, obviously, trophy. If I got a Platinum, then Paxton would yell, booyah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was having so much fun. And then my nephew, who, again, was trying to be too cool for school, he was like, I can't believe you have all these terrible games. and. I was playing like Zippy the Ball and ZJ the Square and uh, Pammy and Tammy's. Uh, oh my God, I got a trophy! Let's go, Brandon! Yo, I just want to let you know Magic Man just knocked a man out. There you go. Well, you knocked somebody out. I popped a trophy in Saints Row. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. It was awesome. We had a really good time and I. Kali, I really appreciate you and Jim, you know, hanging in there with us and getting in the in the stuff, and it was fun. And those first several hours were definitely the highlight, in my opinion, because we had tons of people coming in and out of the show, I mean, in and out of the stream. We had, I'd say, the most I had at one time was eleven concurrent, you know, watchers, which for someone who doesn't stream is pretty good. And uh, it was so funny because every time I'd put in another trash game, I would my, my watchers would drop. <laughs> and then it would kind of build back up and then it would get like up to like 10 or 11 and then it would take a dump again and my, my brother i mean my uh, brother well my brother's watching too but like my um my nephew and my son were like dad you're killing yourself you're like ruining your own stream stop playing these trash games it was awesome so i i have a question about the score the score was really weird wasn't it uh yeah so the way we did originally it was just a uh trophy war me versus tricky and then it escalated into teams which it was probably always going to be teams but then what we decided to do because it's the the actual trophy whores members were like no we're not playing um so he was going to put together a team and they didn't want to play because of the easy platinums and they're still not quite versed in all the real trash that's out there Mm. but some of the guys he was recruiting are but some of the guys he recruited are like more like your true gamers that play like legit games that like don't you know get it down with all the trash and all that stuff so we were like well what can we do to incentivize them to have a good time and be able to participate and not ruin themselves playing these dumpy games so we're like hey let's pick a list of games that count as bonus points and i was like i really don't want to get the community involved so we'll let the community choose that list so it was one point for whatever team got the most trophies. One point for whatever team got the most platinums. 
one point for whichever individual got the most trophies and one point for an individual that got the most platinums. Now, that could all be the same person. The same person that gets the most trophies, gets the most platinums, could also lead the charge for their team, and that'd be four points for their team. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's still, you need a tiebreaker. So we're like bonus games. So we'll just pick bonus games, and then as many games as you can beat inside the 25 hours is a bonus point for the team. And so the trophy horse ended up getting the most trophies, the most platinums of like all four of those points. But we were, we beat the most games. Unfortunately, it came down to like, I think it was 10 to one, 10 to 11. I can't remember what the total score was. It was off by one point, but like it was 60 platinums to 61 platinums total for the teens. So one would have tied it and we would have, if we would have came to a tie, Tricky and I would have had at a later date to do a whole nother stream, just one-on-one as a tiebreaker. But in the end, it was, it was a really fun time. We had a really great, at least on our end, we had a great time. I know that not everybody enjoys watching or playing all these little trashy, easy platinum games. So uh, overall it was good. So and uh, and every, I think every, there were some things that probably should have been nailed down right, <laughs> like uh, right before the, the event started, because um, <clears throat> we were putting a lot of emphasis on what you can and can't play based on what you've already got in your history. So, like for example, if I've already platinum Ratchet and Clank, it doesn't mean no good to play Ratchet and Clank on the stream for the event because I'm not going to get any trophies or platinum for it. Well, right at the last minute, we decided it was okay for people to start brand new accounts. And then that really did kind of sway the, I'm not going to say it swayed the game, but it definitely swayed the opportunity of who can and can't get points for games they're already familiar with. So, for example, one of their team members had, was, is fam- very familiar with Bioshock and has notoriously platinum the game in one day or one week, I think it was one day, the story I was told, um, for a different competition. So allowing that them to start with a fresh account means they can go back to a game they're already very familiar with and knock it out. Again, it doesn't really matter. Um, but at the last second, it was kind of like, man, we really kind of undid some of the back end of this. But we had a good time. It was it was totally worth it. We, we both Between both teams, we raised a couple hundred dollars for the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. Um, we did the 25 hours. I didn't stream the entire 25 hours. My last like three or four hours of the day or the evening, I guess the morning, really. Um, I decided not to stream cause I was playing visual novels that you need a guide for. And I was watching tricky stream as he's trying to follow a guide <laughs> to play these trashy Japanese anime titty games. And it's like, yeah, that's not entertaining. And, and of course not that many people are going to watch at three in the morning anyways. So I killed my camera. I let the boys turn fallout four up. The boys were playing fallout four for the first time. So they turned that up so they could hear their game. And we were just laughing and cutting up and having a good time and popping trophies. I was really, really disappointed because I wanted to see, it was Noah playing surgeon simulator. Yeah. Yeah. We tried. It's just that, um, he couldn't stream through his account because of his age. Like those features are locked and I don't have it set up to where you could just 
like stream through the PC and I was all running through all that stuff anyways, or I had all that stuff set up on my end of the room. So it was unfortunate, but you know, I, I bought an El, uh, El Gato and I will get everything set up. So we'll do a stream again and um, we'll definitely do something fun. One thing that we really took away from this whole event and everything is that like streaming with my, which I've been doing a little bit of streaming with my kids is it's already fun. But doing a combination of things with the community and my children was like, that was like peak. That was real. That was a blast. So there's definitely some more of that coming. I'll definitely do more stuff uh, with my children and the community and doing like this event, you know, I had all, I had pitched, you know, a while back March of dimes being the loot bros kind of charity event of choice. Um, Selfishly because my wife, like, you know, she heads up that for her hospital, but also because it's at a different time of the year, it's in March. Whereas uh, extra life is in November and everyone in the video game industry does extra life. So I was like, you know, we could get away from that. Cause I mean, when it comes down to it, the general person is not going to go, Hey, let's go see what the loot bros are doing for extra life. Opposed to their favorite streamer, favorite podcast, favorite, like, like the game Informer network does like, you know, crazy amounts of like dares and fun stuff. And even though I don't watch their content, kind of funny is always notoriously done a bunch of stuff for extra life. So there's lots of bigger outlets that do a lot of things. So the competition is really, really high. And it's kind of like, you know, if you're going to watch somebody, you're going to watch like a professional over us, unless you're like closely affiliated with us. So, um, you know, but, but this was so much fun. I, I think we'll stick with it. I mean, we may do both, but definitely we we enjoyed this enough to do it again. So, but that's that. That was very very good. So, uh, I am going to read out our new iTunes reviews real fast, and then knock out a little bit of housekeeping, and then we'll jump into all the fun stuff. So, the first iTunes review we have is from a dude bro Lutsky. Says great show. I love some loot bros. This is a funny group that makes a great show. She said that twice. Uh, if you are looking for a laugh, you will find it here. Well, thank you so much, dude bro. Um, second iTunes review is also from Dude Bro Lutsky. It says great show. Since there's two feeds, I will leave a review on both. Thank you. Great show, great laughs. Resident Daryl for mayor of Vita Island. Hmm. Keeping Vita Island alive. I'm very close to my next platinum on Vita, as a matter of fact. So, Next up, we have Mali Kahana. Is that right? Sounds about right. I, I don't know. It's, it's a random person I have no, I've never heard of. Uh, it's, it sounds very Hawaiian. It does, doesn't it? That's really weird. They were <laughs> inspired by me. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like they, they might have named themselves after you, Clyde. That's pretty crazy. It says, fantastic show. Daryl is amazing. Tanner is MIA. Zach is wonderful. And man, that girl collides the bomb. Hmm. That's a nice little shout out for you. It is, right? <laughs> then the last one we have is 42, yeah, 42J. Maniacs. Come listen to this collection of nut jobs as they do an entertaining meander through all things gaming and not. Uh, and sometimes, uh, even get to the topic of the show, which that does happen from time to time. Uh, audience participation via Facebook and discord is recommended. Well, thank you. 42 J. 
That's right. We do get very active with our Facebook and our Discord group. More, There's definitely more action in the Facebook than the Discord. Uh, I've been trying to uh, focus more in the Discord, but uh, that Facebook group is always moving. So, yeah, definitely. Thank you guys so much for the uh, for the kind reviews. Uh, it goes a long way. It's 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 tremendous. So, real quick before we get into what we've been playing and all that good stuff, uh, we do have a Patreon, just like every other podcast under the sun. But you can get in for as little as a dollar. You get extra episodes every month. There's a five dollar tier for our deep dives and all of the different game reviews we're doing. Uh, this next deep dive will be the dark pictures anthology house of ashes kalai you've played that right i beat it last night last night Ooh. last night and you played the game <laughs> i played the game and then i played the game <laughs> <laughs> so my copy it still hasn't showed up yet so it's supposed to be here but amazon has not sent it to me yet so this game this series isn't a trilogy it's a um, anthology. It's supposed to be eight games. No, the, it looks like it's going to be done in seasons. Well, yeah, now. So they're saying that the next game, which they show at the end of House of Ashes, The mm. Devil Inside is what it's called or something like that. Yeah, yep. That's supposed to be the end of season one. I'm doing quotations. Yep. Yep, so. Uh, John Michael, Mr. Squat. What's up, bud? You've played some of the Dark Pictures anthology games, correct? No, I haven't. Not yet. Oh, dude. you That would be great for you and your wife. Those are... Uh, yeah, play, we uh, almost picked on? up It Takes Two. Okay, so It Takes Two, that's a little bit different. That is a co-op game, like very Pixar film inspired. Yeah, but, but it needs two people to finish. Correct. Style. The Dark Pictures anthology is a series of horror games, each game taking on a different t- style of horror. Like the first one's a ghost ship. The second one's like a uh, Salem witch trials kind of thing. Uh, the third game I haven't played yet because my copy hasn't showed up yet. Um, but each one kind of takes a different style of horror. And it's very, um, they're not overly long. What do you say, Kali? Like five to six hours? Yes. The last one was six hours. And I have to be very, very careful here because I just can't wait till our deep dive. <laughs> well, hopefully my copy will be here any day so I can jump in. But yeah, so the, uh, the dark Patreon anthologies, they're great, um, decision-making games. So that would be something I would recommend for you and Kara, especially oh, if you, if you wait guys a like second. horror movies. I'll help you out. You said you have an Xbox. Do you have Xbox game pass? Uh, no, no, it just lapsed. Right. You should get it again because yeah, the, but- the man of Medan's on there. It was just the oh, first yeah, one. Yeah. It's still, yeah. it still, it would be worth it just to do it for the month. Yeah, it would. Actually, you know what? Getting into some of the other things that we're going to talk about today, getting Game Pass right now would be the most beneficial time for you ever because you would get uh, Battlefield 2042, like a 10-hour free trial to that because Game Pass Ultimate has EA Play. And through EA Play, you can get 10 hours to all the brand new EA games. Um, you could, You'll get Halo the next month. And then, of course, you have Dark Pictures. And then as a perk, if you get Game Pass Ultimate, right now they are giving away 75 free days of Crunchyroll with a new account. What is this, uh, Anime X-Boy perks. Fanboy Pack podcast? <laughs> ain't for me. I ain't, I ain't about that. So. Well, I was all prepped for Zach. 
Oh yeah. So he can he can see all the anime boobies. So all right, yeah, that's all the housekeeping. Um we're gonna have some other shows popping up here and there. I've had to postpone some of them. I keep talking about them coming back. Uh, but we've got like some dates that have been rescheduled. I'm bringing on some different guests. We're going to be talking about some cool stuff on some of these extra shows. So outside of that, that's all the housekeeping and the BS. Um, John Michael, you already mentioned a couple of the games you've been playing. You got anything else you want to mention? Uh, yeah. So uh, I'm downloading um, uh, Destroy All Humans on my Xbox. I'm looking forward to that. I've actually never played it. So that was like a, one of those games where like, G4 was on television still yeah. and you'd watch it being played and be like, oh, that was a game I'd always want. Conker's Bad Fur Day was one of those games too that I never yeah. actually played, but I've always wanted. Heck yeah, dude. I love um, <laughs> friggin' uh, Destroy All Humans. So whenever PS4 came out and they did the PS2, the PS2 to PS4 games, they were like, oh, we're going to take our popular PS2 games. We're going to give them trophies and re-release them. I bought Destroy All Humans 1 and 2. I platinum Destroy All Humans 1. Destroy All Humans 2 played so badly. Like, they changed the controllers for it, the controls, and it's just not as good to actually the moment-to-moment gameplay. So I haven't finished that one on there, but Destroy All Humans is so, so good. And I bought the remake, which I'm assuming that's the one you, or you bought. Yeah. So I've got that on Xbox, and I've got that on... uh ps4 and i started on ps4 and it is phenomenal but that's again you need to listen to all the dialogue because it is hilarious and a game like that could not be made again today oh no no definitely a product of like the era and oh time. yeah oh yeah <laughs> the golden age man it's they it's so funny and the stuff that they say and do is obnoxious and of course it's all about you know anal probing people sucking their brains out their butts and stuff like it's also, yeah. it's like right up your alley. Uh, it's right up something. That's for sure. Ooh. Anything else? Uh, no, that's about it. Uh, my wife has been honking around town on Untitled Goose Game. She's loving that. There you go. That's awesome. That's And awesome. I'm kicking butt on UFC 4 right now. How is I'm, UFC 4? I really like it. So I'm a big fan of it. So this one, um, because <clears throat> they basically incorporated the company that did the EA version. And that's the guys who did uh, like Fight Night. So it has more of a Fight Night mechanic. So oh. like it's more of like a button mashing kind of, it's like Mortal Kombat, like combos sort of. And then really? when you go on the ground, it breaks it down into like a more traditional UFC game. So that was the thing I didn't enjoy about the other UFC games is it felt really cumbersome and hard to play. But I love this one is so hard. But like once you start to get the flow of it, your guy will get better and better and better. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Cool deal. All right, Kalai, what have you been playing? Oh, I've played a few games. Of course, I played House of Ashes, which I'm going to not really talk about here because we will be doing a deep dive. Can't wait. I've played. Uh, I'm downloading. I downloaded and played Horizon Forza Five. Oh my God, Daryl, have you played this game yet? Nope, I hear it's good. I don't play any of the Forza games, so I oh just have to God. take everybody else's opinion. For yeah, oh, you should really think about them because I think your kids would love them. You I... shouldn't play them; just think about them. <laughs> <laughs> so these games, like. I started playing these games and 
you know how you want to have like the cool looking cars? Well, yep. what they did for this car, this game is you can actually paint your cars and you can go in and download people's paint jobs. Oh, so my cool. land, yeah, my Lamborghini has a is was a Joker themed purple. Oh, it's wow. a ha ha. I have a car that has Rick and Morty on it. I have a Jeep that says Jurassic Park on it. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, so I was I was kind of having fun with that. I play a little Back for Blood with friends. How, how are you liking that one? I like it. I like it. I think it's a great game to just get in and play with friends. It's not something I get to sit down and play by myself. I mean, I know you've played it by yourself, right, Daryl? I did, but it's definitely even less than the um than the left for dead games it's not really built for playing by yourself and you can't unlock any trophies or achievements by yourself it has to be with at least one more player so i played it for an hour and i was like oh okay cool oh i can't get anywhere with this i'm not playing anymore until you know i can get a group together well if you ever want to play we can play together are you playing on xbox uh yeah okay yeah that's where i have it because of Game Pass. Exactly. And uh, it's cross-play. Oh, really? Yeah, because my friends were playing on Steam, and I was like, oh, I have it on Game Pass. I'm not going to buy it if I could, you know, play it on Game Pass. I'm like, yeah, but it's cross-play. Now, like, you, hear what? What you hear what she just said, everybody? You hear what she just said? That's right. Not going to buy it if I can get it on Game Pass. Hell yeah. That's right. You're, you see, they're training you not to buy games anymore. I ain't made of money. <laughs> Daryl just wants a, a giant box of games. Yeah, I just have to own games. Like whether I play For that or not. one time somebody comes to his house and be like, "Look at it! <laughs> Would you just look <laughs> at it? Would you look at all my games?" No, I actually don't really have the space for physical games. I dig it. Yeah, I bought a bigger house just to store my games. Yeah. The the, the per- people who live in our house actually don't know that they're there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's but funny. how much? Sh- let me ask uh, you this. How much did your bigger house cost? Um, Like, how much more did it cost than my last house? Or how much, uh, just the price. What is? The, just give me an idea of how much you bought for your house. I paid $255,000 for my house. And how much square feet do you have? I've got um, 3,000 finished and then 1,000 unfinished. So my basement's 1,000 square foot. Okay. In comparison, I live in New Jersey. My house was two hundred and ninety thousand dollars. It is fifteen thousand, sixteen thousand square feet. Thousand or sixteen hundred? Sixteen hundred, sixteen hundred, sixteen hundred square feet. Yep. And that's a lot. Holy cow! That would and that would that would just hold my games. Exactly. <laughs> now let's now. How much a year do you pay in taxes? Oh man! If Cost I, of living here is pretty cheap. Yeah, it's way cheaper. Yeah, it's like fifteen hundred to a thousand dollars. I mean, no, $1,500 to $2,000. And- That's fantastic. I don't have any land. I'm in a townhouse. Our taxes are $7,000 a year. Mm. <laughs> Vote blue. You won't have, you'll pay all your money to taxes. It's because you're, yeah, you're paying for everybody else, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's, exactly it's also, it it's also New Jersey is the most expensive tax wise. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta uh, pay for all that trash that y'all buy. Hey, Kali, hey, what exit are, are you off of? One seventeen. That's a that's a up north thing, Daryl. Central Jersey, it exists. I don't I don't know what that means. Uh, it's a joke. So basically, if 
you meet somebody from New Jersey, you just say what exit because every everywhere in New Jersey has an exit off the highway. Oh, okay. Yeah, we have what's called the Parkway, and the Parkway has an exit for each town, so you could take the Parkway a lot, not more, not east to west, more like north to south. So, you know, when you go to New Jersey, Cape May is zero. Literally, it's zero. We have, you know, Atlantic City's like, well, Atlantic City's off of, uh, not off the Parkway, but depending on where you go, and there's North Jersey, Central Jersey, and South Jersey, and the big joke is South, so it's like, oh, that's North Jersey. So everything, like, north of, like, Atlantic City is North Jersey to them. And, you know, everybody like, oh, south of this is South Jersey. So everybody forgets that there's a Central Jersey. Nice. Yeah, I, don't, uh, I don't know if you've ever been to, to New Jersey, John Michael. No, no, I haven't. I've just driven through. Like, I haven't stayed there. Mm. Uh, have you guys ever seen the old movie uh, Joe's Apartment? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they make that joke in there. Ah, okay. I hadn't seen that in a long time. Yeah, that's a throwback. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's got a nice little song to it. All that has a, a bunch of songs to it. What's crazy is like I don't have like phobias or anything. Like uh but I think roaches are the most disgusting thing God ever put on this earth. Like they are they gross me out. They give me like the ibby jibbies. Like, if I see them, I feel like my skin is crawling, right? No, there's something worse than a cockroach. Ugh, I, I just I just can't. That's just like, to, I, spider, spiders don't bother me. No, Snakes you know don't bother me. You know what's worse than a cockroach? What's that? Somebody who spends an entire trophy were playing visual novels. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's a tricky joke. <laughs> I was trying to make it, and you're like, no, 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 Clyde, there's nothing worse. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. No, seriously, about roaches though. <laughs> no, uh, they're. I just, oh man, that watching that movie, like, oof, that was. I, mean, I had to take a bath afterwards. I was like, ugh, it's disgusting. Oh, especially where they come out of the dude's mouth. Oh, dude. So when I was a kid, like we, I, I, I think we were renting this place. I don't think we owned it. This was. I was really, 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 really young. But uh, we stayed in this place, and I remember the exterminator coming out to spray it, and. Dude, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of roaches came out of like every nook and crack and crevice in our house. And they were flying across the house. Like, I remember that, like, coming out of the cabinets. Like, it was the most disgusting thing I'd ever seen in my life. And it, it's the kind of stuff that nightmares are made out of. And it just freaking ruined me as a human being, ruined me. So, like, ever since I was a kid, that's what I, that's what I remember. When I see a roach, it takes me back. So I just need you to know that I'm putting a tattoo that says Thug Angel on my body. In real life or in uh <laughs> in UFC? Uh I'm gonna let you guess. I mean you <laughs> you you left early yesterday because you had a tattoo appointment. I did. So now now it is a true <laughs> it's a true <laughs> He's like, I'm just making my UFC character look more like me. <laughs> he's my he's my more optimized me. He's uh he's easily a hundred pounds less than me. Oh. <laughs> He's actually not. He's 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 more like a foot taller than me. Oh, hey, you know what? You got to spread the love. Yeah, bro. All right, Kalai, what else you been playing? Uh, ooh, what else? I played a little game called Reventure. So, uh, Fanatical.com does this uh, mystery giveaway. So you pay like 
six bucks or five bucks and you get like uh, 10 games. Uh, I did a mystery of two games. And when they came back, uh, I got one called Reventure. So this is a little indie game that I probably would never have tried if I, if I did actually, you know, didn't get it for free. Or I not free, but really, really cheap. So I, this game is a rogue light. Uh, the board doesn't change, but every time you die, you can get a different ending in the game. And there's about 101 different endings in the game. This is kind of cute. I'm going to try this out. So I get into this game and, you know, I go get the shield and the game's like, go behind your house. I'm like, okay, I go behind the house and I see this elder. And the elder's like, it's dangerous to go alone. And there's the sword. I'm like, oh, okay, they're making, you know, a Zelda joke. It's kind of cute. Yeah. And then I started swinging the sword and I accidentally killed the elder. And my character went to jail for four years. And that was my first ending. (laughs) (laughs) So then I was like, wait, what? So now I've been playing this game. I've gotten like seven or eight different endings. Once I tripped over a rock and died. (laughs) Nice. Once I just fell into a hole and wouldn't stop falling. Once I had way too much stuff and my legs were crushed to death from all of the weight of everything. <laughs> At one point You're I- over encumbered and you just died. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what one a of, way to go. <laughs> one of them, she was emotionally encumbered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's just been like really, really funny and cute. Um, At one point I killed the king and became king. And then everybody else thought that was a great idea and just came and killed me anyways to be king. <laughs> Started a movement. I did. So I just found the game really, uh, you know, funny, really just silly. Uh, there's a Twitch, Twitch integration. So I kind of want to see if I can play it on Twitch and have people come in. And I guess you guys can vote on what I do. I don't know. Hmm. But I wanted, to, I wanted to give that game a shout out. That's awesome. I love just wild and quirky stuff like that. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, it's very wholesome. It wasn't, um, it wasn't like, you know. It wasn't like a tricky game, you know, a Japanese VN. Exactly. (laughs) So, um, yeah, that's about all I've been playing since I really can't talk about, oh, God, House of Ashes, oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Well, for me, I've been... Uh, a part of a so as soon as the trophy war ended i started uh 24 hours later a trophy competition called gttsc the great true true trophies score competition and so this is my first time doing it and so if, you know where we have our custom leaderboard true trophies.com and then there's trueachievements.com they run all these uh you know events throughout the year and apparently i guess this is the big one every year where they do like a 15 week competitions to see what teams and what individuals can get the most trophies. But on that website, they have their own score system. They're called the TT score, the true trophy score, whatever. And then of course for achievements is true, true is TA score. And so um, basically the, the long and short of this competition is um, PlayStation uh, gives a value for every trophy, bronze, silver, gold, and platinum. Um, and so the true trophy score is based on how rare or common these trophies are. So you know how like uh, when you play a game like Horizon Zero Dawn and you spend 70 hours to chip away at that platinum, 
right? And it scores the same on your level system on PlayStation as a two-minute zippy the circle from Breakthrough Gaming, you know, or a 30-minute My Name is Mayo. Like, they're all weighed the same. On True Trophies and True Achievements, they're no longer weighed the same. They're weighed, they're weighted based on rarity. Now, um, what this particular competition is, is the difference of the two. So, let's say the trophy is worth 15 points, according to PlayStation. On True Trophies, it's a little more uncommon, so that could be a 30-point trophy. The difference of the two would be 15 points, right? So this competition, all of your score is calculated based on the difference. It could be one point. It could be 15 points. It could be a thousand points. It could be, I think there's even some negatives and it scales. So the more people that play these games and pop these trophies, the more that your true trophy score, your TT score, it, it, it can, it can go up or down. Mine have been going down a lot. So shout out to Gaz Davis. He is our team captain, so to speak. Uh, and I've got MZ Nitro. He's on the team. And then myself, I'm pulling up the rear. And Gaz is doing a great job. <laughs> just, just belong in the rear. <laughs> Gaz has been doing a great job of kind of like breaking down the rules and like the, the key points and the things that we need to be paying attention to. He has done the research on certain games that score pretty well. And uh, he's done a really good job. Of just like every couple hours, he'll post something in our little chat thread just to kind of keep us going, keep us motivated. It's like, hey, I was checking out this, or hey, I got these trophies, blah, blah, blah. And then he's he'll every now and again break down some of the scores. So like some of the top scoring teams have thousands of trophies, but they've only got a couple hundred points of score because they're playing new things. And, you know, everyone's rushing out to play the new game or they're playing these little easy trash games that like have near 100% completion rate. So those trophies are worth nothing. Achievement. Oh, booyah. So uh, it's been very interesting. It's a very neat little competition. And so we're getting close to the end of week one. Um, and every week there's like a like a drop zone. So, and I don't know how they determine the drop zone. I haven't looked into it enough to figure it out. But all I know is there's they throw a number out there and they say anything under 298 is kicked out of the competition as of Monday. And then that drop zone level will go up. So this week we might be high on the hog and like, oh man, we're like way above that. But then as more people play and pop the same trophies we have, our score can drop and can put us below the drop zone. So it's been interesting. I'm doing that. And so with that has kind of shaped the games and the trophies that I've been attacking. So like right now I'm uh, chipping away. I'm 84% done with Saints Row 4. And I've kind of, on the show, I've been playing the game in the background, just knocking out all the side quests and the collectibles, and then kind of priming everything so I can pop the trophies as I need them, because they score, they're decent, you know, I make about 10 points a piece, you know, on most of these trophies. Uh, I've been chipping away at Senrakagura on the Vita. I am 75 to 80% done with that trophy list, and that'll be a, a, a good score in Platinum. Excuse me, seventy nine percent is where I'm at. Wait the the one that you were forced to play? Yes, no, no, <laughs> I lied. I just updated. I'm eighty percent done with the trophy list. Yeah, the one I was forced to play. Um, it's actually beneficial to finish it, <laughs> to complete it, and get all the trophies on it for this competition. Um, 
And then I started playing Undertale because in this particular competition, there is a bonus for 20 trophies in an RPG or action, a game that's classified as action adventure. So I'm chipping away at Undertale. Undertale is not good. I don't like it. It is very boring, very slow. It thinks it's very clever when it comes to the writing. Um, but I popped nine trophies in there so far. So tonight and in the morning I, after church, I have to finish Undertale to make sure I lock in the bonus for our team. So, I would just me. like to, to update John Michael. I'm not letting you drink alone. <laughs> I appreciate wow. you. Yeah, me either. I'm drinking Diet Coke, bro. Couple, couple adults over here. Um, yeah, Diet Coke's for adults. Kids shouldn't have that too much aspartame. That is true. <laughs> I don't think anybody should have that. Yeah, it's probably bad for you. I'm probably dying. All right, so with all that being said, I'm gonna since I'm talking true trophies, I'm gonna head straight into the true trophies leaderboards. These leaderboards, boards, boys. These leaderboards are lit. Let me update it real fast because that is not correct. The we have the since we did the trophy war, a large portion of it started last Saturday. Our trophy counts are extremely high this week because they are uh, kind of still keeping up with that. So this is not the most updated count because I'm updating mine and there's 5,500 gamers in front of me because of this competition. So give or take a handful of trophies. This is where we're at. Uh, in first place, Tricky Mick with 791 trophies. 791. That's a lot of game. That's a lot, dude. Think about how, how long it takes to pop trophies during the day, John Michael. Now, granted. Uh, I, I don't know. They, they, I've gotten like 15 trophies. Hold on. I'll tell you how many trophies I've gotten today. Oh, well, you might be on the list. <clears throat> no, no, no. Are you playing uh, on a different profile or you're not in our leaderboard? I'm not in the leaderboard. 14 trophies. I popped 14 trophies today. Okay. And how long did that take you, you reckon? Uh, from two o'clock till like six. All right. Try 791. (laughs) That's little kid stuff. (laughs) That's that's a lot. Second place. Second place. Resident Daryl with 619. That is also a lot. Yeah. There's at least 20 more than that that I can think of since I've, that I've done since this morning, but it doesn't matter. Third place, Gaz Davis with 60. So still. And in fourth place, I'm going to go ahead and shout out MZ Nitro with 44 because that's our team right there. So me, Gaz, and MZ. That is Team Luke Bros for the GTTSC competition. Just going to kind of shout out a couple games that have been played on there. Of course, my last reported trophy is Undertale. That's not correct because I've popped several in um, Cinron and Saints Row, but hey, we're going to let it ride. Gaz, his last trophy was a warm place in a game called Home. That is a pixel horror game. I'll be starting that one pretty soon. And then uh, MZ got uh, the clown that honked 1,000 ships in Costume Quest 2. You guys ever played in Costume Quest? Yeah, I like those games. Not bad. I played with my daughter one time. They should are I, really Should I good. play them? Should you play them? Yeah, if they're... um. They're like little, uh, they're, what's that team that made them? Oh, God, dog it. It's got the, the really funny guy, Tim Schafer. Tim Schafer and his crew made those games, Costume Quest games. They're little RPGs. 
soon. I maybe I'll even play it on my new Xbox. Maybe you got um they're on Game Pass. At least Costume Quest Two was. I don't know if it's still on there. I just well, want to let you know that I signed a contract for Freddy's Spaghetti. I am, I am signing up for them. Okay, there you go. That's that, there. That's that's the thing you can do. It's my fight promotion for UFC. There you go. <laughs> All right, true achievements. In first place, we have the Alpha Seagull with one thousand four hundred eighty-five achievement points. Homeboys playing some Witcher Three Wild Hunt. Second place, I'm styling on you, bro, with 645. He's been knocking out the Tomb Raider anniversary. And then third place, GDI Master Ace with 500, playing some uh, Forza Horizon 5. See, so someone else is playing that game with you. Am I not on the list? Uh, No, you are at zero. It says that the last game you played on here that registered was Back for Blood. And there you go. That is our true trophies and true achievements leaderboards. Kalai, did you want to give an update on the backlog beatdown? I know you did a whole episode on it last week, so if you don't give an update today, that's fine. Well, just in case, I did actually go and update everything, so it's updated. Okay. I'll, I'll give just the top five. There you go. Red Beer Rick with 54, Tricky with 36, Gareth Davis with 32, Joseph with 29, Daryl with 24, Jared with 24. Matthew with 19 and me with 13. I could knock out my last two, but the problem is for the two trophy competitions I've been doing, the war and the GTTSC, it doesn't, they're not beneficial to me. So I've just been playing other games and, and not, not adding points. Well, well, here's an idea. You can take a minus and just make a new list. I could, but the problem is I actually want to finish the two games that are there. Well, then it's, you can put them on a later list. It's a conundrum. Yeah. So it's it's quite the conundrum I'm in because I don't want to take the L. Kind of reminds me of someone I know named John Michael. Yo, I've taken the big L. <laughs> he took the L out of the competition because he didn't want to take the L on the games that he oh, picked. Bro, I literally just got knocked out and knocked out my my training partner. <laughs> I got permanently injured. I got a brain injury. See, so you just took the big L for real. <laughs> so john michael real quick while we're talking backlog beatdown do you want to tell your story with the backlog beatdown and kind of where you're at and how it broke you yo so my first five were giant open world games uh valhalla uh cyberpunk 2030 uh 2077 19 whatever game that is <laughs> uh Immortals Rising, Phoenix, uh, Phoenix Reborn. Yep. And then Watch Dogs Legion. <laughs> the biggest mistake of my life. I haven't even opened some of those games. And so what happened? How how come you haven't finished those like nearly eight, nine months into the competition? I've come to realize that uh, as an adult with a full-time job, I don't really necessarily like open world games anymore. <laughs> so... For all the listeners out there, John Michael and I work really close together. Um, we're in typically we're doing design work together very often, and so we conversate about games on regular. And John Michael was like, "Man, I just got all these big games, super stoked! I'm gonna put them all on my list. I'm gonna chip away at them, and boom!" And I was like, "Man, that's a cool idea." And then here we are, 
several months into the competition and Assassin's Creed Valhalla has broken this man. I hate that game. <laughs> <laughs> the bad thing is you hate it, but I think it's because you love it. No, it's so bad. <laughs> he played 7,000 hours of Assassin's Creed Valhalla and then just stopped. Just, yeah, cold turkey. And then and not only did he stop, but he stopped, stopped playing video games. games. He's not playing video games. He's been playing Magic for 10 months. Like, just recently started playing video games again. Yeah, and I literally just bought an Xbox game to turn on my Xbox. Okay, so I hadn't turned on my Xbox in so long that uh, apparently we lost power at some point and re- like reset my Xbox. It didn't even turn on. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I was like, what an Xbox thing to do. I haven't turned you on in nine months and you're not even going to work. <laughs> it was on strike, man. It was mad at you. So, I had to leave it unplugged for a half hour. I almost bought a, a PS5. Oh, how? Treat yourself. Huh? Treat yourself. How? So, uh, this week my new Xbox Series X is being shipped. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, I can trade mine into X. I can trade my old one, my Xbox Series uh, Xbox One, for two hundred fifty dollars to GameStop right now. That's crazy. And Jim's like, well, you know, I didn't, you know, I, I don't want mine either, so you might as well trade mine in as well. So that's five hundred dollars. Holy crap! And, and I was like, you know what? I was like, I might as well just trade in the PS4, and if I wait, I can get a big bundle from from like GameStop. Get myself a PS5 for my new system. My husband was like, no, Kalai, you don't need a PS5. You could do something else with the money. Like, like what, Jim? Like what? And so literally, I now don't know what to do because I literally have. Uh, but can you buy a PS5 even if you like have the money? Oh, yeah. Yeah. John Michael has tried what a dozen, two dozen times now. Still oh, haven't been able to snag one. I was I was trying. So we were in the office the other day. I had a PS5 in my cart on my phone, and one in the cart on the PC. And he then my wife one had his, one. He had and one. Then on I phone. had one. None of us got one. Oh. Yep. And I've now I've already gotten two, but for whatever reason, every time I try to help. John Michael, <laughs> it has not worked. <laughs> the uh, orange Jesus hates me. Yeah, it's not working in your favor this time. Well, I also have a um, I have I have the Total Tech with Best Buy, so I actually get options to buy them. A couple times I could have oh, bought yeah. them and didn't buy it. And now she tells me. Yep. So, well, will you one day, John Michael? You will get your. When I'm, when I'm a real boy one day so until then we're going to jump into community questions you guys ready yes here we go community questions first up levi the franchise killer mr belija himself writes in and says who all's playing halo infinite next month i want to <laughs> Will you be able to? I mean, is that when you have your surgery? Yes, that would be when I have my surgery. So no, I will not be able to. I will oh, be consuming oh, lots oh. and lots of anime. That's gross. <laughs> 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 the only thing worse than not playing video games is anime. Eh, 
watching Sailor Moon. What about you, JM803? Mr. Squat, are you going to be playing some Halo Infinite? Uh, probably not. Now, are you not a Halo guy? Um, I am. I just haven't. I'm not up to date with the story or anything. So, what was the last one you played? Uh, the Master Chief Collection. Okay. Did you play five? No. All right. I'll probably ODST. I think. Okay, so five was not great. Um. It wasn't terrible. The story was a little bit all over the place, and you played as this little douchebag Spartan wannabe that like no one liked for the for yeah. the vast majority of the game. Um, gameplay wise, it was good. Campaign wise, it was short. Uh, it, I, I you could skip it, in my opinion. The ending is probably pretty crucial to the next story, so you could almost YouTube the ending. Or if you really were serious about playing, you could borrow my copy. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, or so. he could play it on Game Pass. That is true. It is, I forgot it is on Game Pass. So yeah, you and could, then you guys could play together. I would do that too. I would totally do that. I would play, and yeah. we could all play together. That's actually how I played the game. Was um, my brother, his best friend at the time, who has passed, and um, it was me, my brother, Chris, and. Uh, one other person. I kind of feel like it was Tanner. I could be wrong. Tanner actually associated with people back then. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. I can't remember who our fourth was, but, but basically we ran through the game in one sitting, like literally one sitting. Uh, but it was awesome. We had a really good time. <laughs> the, I say it was awesome. The experience was awesome. The game itself was fine. My brother and I did spend a lot of time killing each other. You know how in Halo you can walk behind your partner and like melee them in the back of the head and they'll die instantly. Every time my brother and I would clear out an area, like there'd be a big firefight, whoever's basically killing the last person gets killed. In the, and I mean, it would be him popping me in the back of the head or I pop him in the back of the head. And we laughed and laughed and laughed. Like we had so much fun. And we probably killed each other, like total back and forth with each other a hundred times. Just absolute ridiculous. It's like, oh man, there's this giant firefight. We do all this crazy cool stuff, and then boom, last enemy. And then sometimes it'd be the last handful of enemies because we'd be both trying to kill each other as fast as we could without the other person, you know, being aware of it. So it was it was fun. I, I recommend it. John Michael, if you're gonna play, you know, like you're just now easing back into things, so I don't want to overwhelm you. But that would be one of those story based shorter games like me and you were talking about yeah yeah that you can knock out and with a with a friend we could do it in a saturday what i'm loving about mafia is that i had an option to be able to skip all the driving oh wow that's awesome speaking of that mafia game i have been challenged via our you pick you play um excuse me you pick we play tier on patreon now remember everybody for $25 you can pick one of us and make them play a game such as Daryl and Just Dance 2022. Negative. <laughs> That's going to be you, Clyde. You're going to keep asking for it and somebody is going to pick you for it. That's going to happen. It's so. all right. It's a great way to lose weight. I'm all right with it. <laughs> well, you know what? Whenever you have your surgery next month, you'll need to be playing Just Dance because you won't be able to play anything else. 
Well, you know, did you see what somebody suggested in our Facebook group I play? Uh-uh. It was hysterical. Oh, the, the one-handed game, the anime <laughs> games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Rick. <laughs> that was really funny. Like, that made me laugh. It, it, it made me laugh, too. Yeah. So, he's like, <laughs> some offhanded remark about what you're supposed to be doing with the other hand. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I've been, this is my third time now I've been selected on the Patreon to play a game. I have played and reviewed Alien Isolation. I have beaten Senra Kagura. And then once I finish this platinum run, I'll do my review on it. I kind of want to put a little spoiler out there, a little teaser. Why in the world is there not a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game? Like, you could take Senra Kagura, Estival Versus, reskin it, TMNT, and that would be the best Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game ever ever released. The fact what, that this is not was an, that comic book Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game that came out? Um, the one by Platinum Games, I believe that one was pretty good. It where like they they could like interact with moves, you could like team up moves. Yeah, but you couldn't play multiplayer with that one, and that one was kind of like a missed opportunity. Still not mm-hmm. a terrible game. That one was my one of my favorites. Yeah, it was good. This would be a really good one too. Um. But yeah, so now for the third challenge, I have been challenged to play Mafia Definitive Edition. Hmm. So glad you brought that. That's a pretty good game. Yeah, I know. I thank God I finally get to play a good one. So yeah, yep, yep. yep so and you said you can skip the driving on that one, John Michael. Yeah, you can. It's real good. It's an option you set up in the very beginning of the game. Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I'll probably drive for a little while. Can you toggle it on and off throughout the game? Uh, yeah, so you start out driving everything, and then you have a little option to hold down to skip. Got you. See, that's how all open world games should be. Literally, we've been talking about this for how long? Like, Because <laughs> I love open world games, but at a certain point, you just get tired of the driving. Or just the... The riding of a horse, yeah, yeah. or yeah. like... Or you abs- can't drive like me. Insert yeah. generic uh, travel transportation means. Yep, yep. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I've actually got all the Mafia games downloaded on my console right now. Um, so I will be I'll be Do you have looking. the second one physical? Uh I have the digital version of it on PS4, but I have the the PS3 version physical. Cuz it was originally a PS3 game and they re-released it on PlayStation mm-hmm, 4, mm-hmm. 4 and 5 or whatever. Um, I have that one. I don't have the, I guess the remaster version on physical. I've got a physical version of the first one. So. Yeah, I want to get the second one now. After. Heck yeah, man! I hear the second one's really good. I believe I played it on Xbox 360 a little bit. I know I beat the first one. I used to play all those games though, like the, the Getaway, the Godfather, like the freaking Mafia. I know I played Mafia too a little bit on Xbox. But I never beat it, so it's gonna be gonna be good for me. I'm gonna enjoy it. So I really wanted to get the uh, new Grand Theft Auto trilogy, even though I own the the PS2 version. I've, I've heard it's getting some pretty pretty big flack right uh, now. Apparently, it's just broken. There's all kinds of things wrong with it. So I'm gonna wait, which is cool. It's you know that's that's a fine. You know I don't need to buy another game. I got so many games beside me I haven't even started yet, but. And I got four more in the mail right now. <laughs> so your boy's making his UFC debut right now. There you go. 
eat at Freddy's Spaghetti. <laughs> if you want spaghetti, he's got you covered. There you go. Got to get that money. Yeah, sponsorship. Heck yeah, heck yeah. All right, so um, uh, Matt G writes in. He says, uh, we're coming down to the wire of 2021. What are some games you played this year that were released in 2021 uh, that are going to be in your game of the year list? For him, he said Monster Hunter Rise, Monster Hunter Stories 2, Ratchet Clank Rift Apart, and Resident Evil 8. Uh, I'm going to start this one. Resident Evil 8 is probably my game of the year so far. That is, uh, it's a masterpiece. Absolutely amazing game. Um, as far as other games that came out this year, I've been playing a lot of these interactive movie games. Um, Cly, have you ever, you ever played any, like, okay, well, you've played the Dark Pictures Anthology. Have you played other games like that? Yes. Okay. So I have been playing some more full motion video versions of those style of choice driven games. Uh, my wife and I have been playing them together and this has been really what? your wife's playing video games. Dude, it is crazy. My wife, like I finally found like something that she's into. Um, we've been playing this game called I saw black clouds, not a game of the year game, but it's good. And we've been playing that one. We've beaten it three or four times now. And then you played the game. <laughs> that applies <laughs> and holds true. And then we, uh, we've also been playing or actually I didn't play it. She played, or excuse me, she didn't play it. I played it. One called she sees red. I actually got the platinum in that one this week. I forgot to mention it. Um, but as far as game of the year contenders staying on, on point, the, the medium would be up there in that conversation that came out this year, uh, originally launched in game pass. Um, definitely Resident Evil eight for me. So those would be my, my two. I own Ratchet and Clank. Haven't started it yet. I also picked up Hitman when it came out. Haven't started it yet either. So those would be the ones. I think maybe Song of Horror came out. Yeah, that came out in May. So Song of Horror, I don't know that it'd be a game of, con- game of the year contender, but it's it's very unique. Very interesting. So what about you, Kalai? Something that came out this year that's on your game of the year list? I'm going to have to go with Monster Hunter Rise because I am a Monster Hunter fan. I am true co-op. I like to play with my friends because I think gaming is better together. Uh, Medium was up there. Resident Evil 8 was up there. I want to say Half-Life Alex, but I think that was last year. I can't remember. I think that was last year. I feel like that was last year. I know. It's such a good game. So those are about my contenders. Heck yeah. And then John Michael, the games that came out this year, you're looking at UFCs about the only thing that's brand new that you've played this year, right? Uh, yeah, I think so pretty much. Um, I'm assuming, would you put that in your game of the year conversation or? Ooh, I'm not sure. It's very good. I wouldn't say that. Though. Okay. Okay. Oh, come on. I don't know if I've played enough games this year. Hey man. Every now and again, it's okay to take a break. I mean, not it's, for me, but for other people. It's definitely not Valhalla. <laughs> so apparently I can't drive a McLaren. Well, that uh, game automatically... financial restraints. That game automatically takes loses a point. 
All right. Next up on the community questions, Tricky Mick asks, are you going to invite the winners of the trophy war on the show? The answer is no. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> yep. No, you, you got your win. We're, we're, we're done for a little while. <laughs> he, he actually uh, texted me because uh, we had like a little bet going on. The, the losing team has to donate uh, $50 to the winning team's extra life. So I sent him his 50 bucks. And he was like, uh, thank you. I was like, man, no, no, no worries. You earned it. That was a, it was a good time. And he goes, are you going to learn to stop challenging me in wars? <laughs> I said, third time's a charm. Because <laughs> I lost two. And then real quick, I'm styling on your bro. Writes in, he goes, do you think Sony should take the path that Xbox will normally follow, being that each game has one trophy or achievement list? After all, these are just digital stamps, so why buy multiple versions of the same game to get the same digital stamp? If these were physical stamps in a book, you likely wouldn't be doing it, because having a bunch of duplicates doesn't consist of increasing your collection. Also, with these stamps being in digital form and a key driver to everybody's gaming experience, how do you feel that the fact we don't actually uh, feel about the fact that we don't actually own these stamps again, uh, referring to trophies and achievements. So John Michael, we're going to start with you. Do you think having multiple trophy lists, multiple achievement lists of the same game is a good thing or a bad thing? Um, I think it has pros and cons. Uh, in we're in an environment where like people tend to like trophies. You know what I mean? We have, podcasts about it not naming names uh <laughs> but you know what i mean like i feel like certain games like ratalika games have a, a history of just being easy platinums you know what i mean so if you can get them cross-platform i feel like certain people buy those just on principle yeah that is very true that is definitely the selling point for those um, I personally, and I'll turn it over to you in just a second, Kali, I personally love the idea of having multiple stacks and multiple versions. Uh, from a consumer standpoint and from a business standpoint, why wouldn't you, you know? Like for me, outlet, like removing the cheap, easy stuff out, having multiple versions of the same game gives somebody like me the opportunity to play that same game again and re and re-obtain the trophies and achievements but not feel like I'm wasting my time. What I mean by that is this. Order 1886. Absolutely love the game. One stack, one trophy list, as far as I know. I played it. I platinumed it. That was back in, what, 2014? It's 2021. I would love to play that again, but don't want to give six hours you know, to a game and not be adding to my score. That's just not the way I like to play. It's not the way I like to invest my time. But if I could buy the European version of the Order 1886, I would, and then replatinum it that way. Therefore, I'm getting to experience the game again, and then I'm getting to um, get new, getting the trophies. So I'm sure they're they're just digital stamps, but there's a there's that little um, little shot of a little hit of adrenaline, that endorphin release that comes every time I get trophies that feeds my addiction. I need it. Makes it fun. And yeah, there's only one looking again, looking again. 
I believe there's only one stack. No, there is. Maybe there's a second stack of that one. Mmm. Mmm. I don't know. Daddy might be buying another version of it. I might have been wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think, Claude? Do you think that uh, games should have multiple stacks, multiple versions of the same game, just so you can get more trophies? Well, I understand. I like that Xbox doesn't do that, and I understand why PlayStation does. PlayStation does it because, you know, PlayStation players need to feel like they have that really big EP-ness. Yep. Whereas Xbox players, we don't don't need that. Because you're mainly ladies, and ladies don't need penises. Well... I need a penis. That's Sarah. not true. Anybody, <laughs> anybody can have a penis. <laughs> Check your privilege. Oh, I tried. <laughs> Stay woke. Stay woke, fellas. Uh, doing my best. So, uh, yeah, I, you know what? I think that um, I think that if the Xbox allowed multiple stacks, they would be purchased. And actually. There are the Windows version of games and the place of the Xbox version of games. There are some stacks, but it's not like it is with um PlayStation. You're absolutely Oh yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. Like I, I, I get that there's multiple stacks. I understand. What it really comes down to is everybody knows Xbox came up with the achievement system first and PlayStation followed. PlayStation just took it and ran and did their own thing, which is absolutely fine. They're, you know, as much as I joke, they did their own thing and it yep. worked for them. Thank the Lord they did because I need this in my life. So I wish there was a, uh, a European version of Resident Evil five. Cause that'd be another platinum I get. And I know for a fact that one doesn't exist. And then what do we think about the fact that we don't actually own these? And like that, that goes into that whole conversation of even owning digital physical games. Like it do, should trophies matter being that they're just little digital blings. I mean, personally, I like the fact that they do. I could imagine housing 14,000 uh, actual physical versions. of the. I got 14,477 trophies. Uh, my house is, is a decently sized, but I don't have enough space for 14,477, um, physical trophies. So I'm going to have to keep it on the digital side. I mean, it doesn't bother me either way. There you go. That's the way it should be. If it ain't for you, it just ain't double fine. Yes. That's who I was. Yeah. Tim Shaver and double fine. That's who I was. I, I literally, I just pulled up Costume Quest 2 on my Xbox, and it was like, double fine. I was like, that's what you were trying to think of. <laughs> yeah, it's a cute little game. So I played it with my daughter for a while, and uh, and she really enjoyed it. And by I played it with my daughter, I mean, I pretty much sat there and watched her play and wasn't allowed to play the game myself um, unless it was something really tough, or I wasn't allowed to just leave and let her play it and me go do my own thing. That's the way we, she likes to spend time together. So, yeah, it's not a bad little game. All right, that is all of the trophies. So we're going to end the show with a nice little recap. I know we kind of talked really at the beginning of the show. We talked about the trophy war. Um, so this one, this will be kind of brief. John Michael, having you on, I kind of wanted to reflect a little bit on the previous trophy war because you played that. You did that one with me. I did. I did. 
and then this one right here. So I guess um, overall, just your impressions of, you know, again, the 2016, I think it was trophy war, 2015 trophy war. Did you enjoy that event? Did you have a good time with that? Oh yeah, that was a lot of fun. I feel like I enjoyed that a lot more than like making a list and having to stick to that list. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I, like I kind of like that a lot better. Like the call your shot was real hard. Cause like, if you got burnt out on one game in the old trophy list, you could just start playing another game. You weren't tied to a group of games. Yep, yep. Now, with that trophy war we did, that was a month long. This has been real, I mean, 11 months, like a year long, essentially, because we started you know, on, in February. Did you prefer a one-month event or a year-long event? I'm very confused. You're saying trophy war. Are you talking about the backlog beatdown? Well, we're talking about both. Um, the trophy oh. war we did back in two thousand or yeah, twenty fifteen, we did for a month, and he was just making the comparison to enjoying that event a lot better than this current year long event just by, by the structure. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, we we've been talking about this a lot off off mic. So, um, you know, just kind of clarify. You know, we've been John Michael a lot of times. Um. John Michael's my like white, he's my whiteboard. He's like my sounding board. I sit there and I spitball ideas. And I'm like, Hey, what do you think about this? And then he'll fire back with, you know, whether or not that's a stupid idea or he'll give me like an interesting spin on it from, you know, a, um, an outsider's perspective. So like, if we're just, you know, kind of spitballing. Cause I know you and JT got together last week and talked about potential, um, ideas and changes for the event for next year. He had some good ideas. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea of, of putting together a council of people that are not us so they can deal with all of the questions and the complaining. No, I think he just wanted to be on the council, which would have been you, me, Joe, and him. Oh, I like the idea of him heading it up and just we'll make the we'll write the Bible for the event and then turn it over to him. Ooh, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> when I was listening to the show, I was like, Oh, we're gonna take this idea and go one step farther. We're gonna give someone else all the heat. <laughs> so we're gonna make the rules and then we're gonna peace out for the year <laughs> we're just gonna read the updates <laughs> so but no having like and that's what i want i want the community to get involved in this stuff you know and having somebody like jt who's been with us since the beginning you know kind of like lead the council on whether or not you know something works or doesn't work or if someone like Tricky's trying to pull a fast one on us the king of exceptions as they call him so um yeah i like having somebody who's who's definitely and somebody whose knowledge far is far greater than mine because like i'm i'm i play a lot of games right i feel like i have a very diverse knowledge of games and gaming but like there's a whole there's just so much of it that i don't know and somebody like jt who really has a grasp over so much stuff just and he he looks at things in a different perspective than I do. So it's definitely, uh, he has a lot of knowledge and, and, and oh, really. Yeah, absolutely. Like one of the things that went wrong with this year's backlog beatdown, which I totally understand was that people didn't understand that. I don't know how they didn't understand. I guess they don't listen to anything. I think next year we'll just have to list out all the rules. 2021 games didn't count. Yeah. And people were putting them on the list and we weren't even catching them because we thought, oh, people would listen to our rules. Well, all, you know, for the most part, I I look at all the lists and I kind of go, I think to myself, is this a new game or an older game? But, you know, the farther we get in the year, 
the harder it is to remember, was this a January game? You know, it feels right. like this game's been out forever. Oh wait, that came out in February. My bad. So, but yeah, we we can't. That's why we need a council. That's why we need a group of people who are solely responsible for making sure everybody keeps their nose clean. So let's put this out to there. Who wants to join our council? And Tricky, that's a no. So Tricky anybody is, else? Yeah, Tricky's not allowed. He asked to be a part of it in a bigger way, and I, I actually have just considered just banning him from it altogether. <laughs> <laughs> just because Tricky makes everything difficult. Like, he made the trophy war difficult. Like, he makes everything difficult. And then the thing is this, is like, he the, his team won, right? The, now, again, changing subjects, going to the trophy war we just did for Extra Life. His team won, and he still called everybody uh, my team cheaters. I'm like, what are you talking about? You guys created brand new blank accounts in the in the eleventh hour to to start and get earn trophies from scratch, and we were the ones that cheated. I just don't understand. Right. So tricky, tricky makes everything difficult. So again, kind of looking at all of the events um, from the thousand foot you know bird's eye view. Man, I'm, I'm it's this. I love this stuff. I love having them. I love doing the backlog beatdown. I love doing the trophy wars. The trophy wars are tough, and John Michael can attest to this. It takes a lot to focus on finishing your games and playing games in a way that is only there to accumulate score opposed to playing games to enjoy them. And even if the actual moment-to-moment doesn't change, it feels like it's different because you know I'm supposed to be getting points. Am I right or wrong on that one, John Michael? Yeah, yeah. Like, you you know the general goal of the whole thing. And it's like, I remember specifically, now this is referring to the 2015 Trivia War. You know, you were playing uh, Far Cry Primal. You know, and there yeah, you are again, yeah. open world, <laughs> big open world games. And I remember you telling me just how difficult it was for you to finish that one for trophies because you had to do so many missions and so much stuff. And then it was sucking the fun out of that game for you. Yeah, very much so. So, and it, and it's, it's a thing. So like now again, jumping up to the extra life war. Okay. The, the one we just did this past weekend, you know, tricky was playing for 20, technically only 21 hours because he got played, he had to play the division for four hours. For 21 hours, he was playing friggin' dumpy, uh, friggin' pervy anime titty visual novels, and he was just sitting there following a guy making choices. And even he said that it just that's not fun. <laughs> I know. And Joe was supposed to go make him play another three hours of division. Like literally, he was yeah. like, "Oh, let's do this." I'm like, "Okay." And somehow he did not do that. Yeah. Well, don't worry, guys. I had to play seven hours of games that did not add to my trophy score or to my platinums. So uh, I definitely took the uh, I took I took I laid on that hand grenade for everybody. And I got I was fortunate enough to play the Necromancer Slay the Dance Floor <laughs> for three hours for Jim. <laughs> And it took me three hours to beat that, that what that would get past the fifth level. Like that fifth level just stumped me. I just couldn't figure it out. <laughs> I know. How about the other game that he played? Um, who, me, that the zombie Vikings. Yeah. That or Viking zombies. Whatever. That's actually not bad. It's just, it didn't really, you don't really get a lot of trophies, you know, for the three hours that I played. But yeah, that was actually not a bad game. It actually harkens back to some Battletoads. Like, I don't know if you remember Battletoads from 
Um, oh yeah, it's on Game Pass. Well, okay, that's not that's not a good battle because that's a terrible game. Um, but if you remember the old Battletoads, like Battletoads and Double Dragon and stuff like that from SNES, like those are really good games. And that uh, Zombie Vikings has some. There's some some similarities there. There's some little little neat like nods to the Battletoads games, and as far as like animations and little things, it's a nice little beat 'em up. It's a fun game. A uh, little long in the tooth for someone who's trying to hunt trophies, but it definitely was not a miserable experience like Necromancer Slay the Dance Floor. <laughs> <laughs> for the record, that game sucks. <laughs> so, uh, if you're into RPG fantasy RPG um, rhythm games, don't play that one. <laughs> <laughs> so now that game got just was way too hard for its own good. I don't understand. Either that or I'm way too dumb for a game like that. Both things are probably true. Um, But anyways, kind of getting back into now, uh, jumping ahead to this past trophy war. But again, staying on the theme of these events that we've been doing with the show. Man, we had so much fun. My son, he got to experience Titanfall 2 for the first time. And I mentioned him playing, you know, we, we mentioned, let's play that together. You know, like let's sit down together and play that game. And it was just one we've never gotten around to. And he loves apex legends and he's gotten all the trophies in apex. He plays, you know, pretty regular. He loves that game. So it was nice, even though I wasn't sitting there playing it with him, but to sit in the same room as he experienced that game. And John Michael, have you played Titanfall two? Yes, I have. Okay. Clyde, you've played Titanfall two, right? No, I haven't. Oh. I bought it cheap, and I was like, I'm going to play this, and then just never did. Oh, Kali, it's so good. And you love first-person shooters, and that is right up your alley. You got to play that before you have surgery. When are you having surgery? 24th. Okay, so you there's still time. There's still time. You have 11 days. That is such a good, good game. It's like six hours long, and... My recommendation would be throw it on easy or regular and just play it and enjoy the story. The fluidity and the movement of the game is second to none. It's awesome. The story is pretty good, but there's a level where you get this gadget that allows you to kind of go back and forth throughout time. And it is awesome. Like that is one of the coolest levels in a first person shooter. Just such a good game. But like watching my son play it and just hearing him get excited. He's like, oh man, oh, that was awesome. And he just kept, he would like pull his headphones off every now and again and just be like, dad, this is such a good game. And it wasn't like, I don't know. It was just, it was, it was very, very awesome to watch that and to witness it, you know? And like, I'm over here playing trash stuff, like friggin' uh, pay me bowling. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like just wearing out these like easy you know, five minute platinums and I ended up getting, what I, what I say? I got 38 for the day, 38 platinums tricky ended up with 55. So it was a, it was a good, you know, a good amount, but I'm sitting there playing these dumpy trash games. Right. And I'm watching him play that. And then my nephew, he picked up fallout four for the first time. I'm assuming you guys have both played fallout four, right? Yeah. I love that game. Multiple times. So never beat it, but multiple times. Yeah. I've never beaten it, but I've lived in it. Now, how are the stories in Fallout games? Because I've never finished one. The side stories is what you play it for, in my really? opinion. Yeah. It's like Skyrim. Like you play, you don't play the game 
because most of those games, to be honest with you, could be beaten in about six hours at a speed run. Really? Oh yeah, the storylines aren't long. But the problem is, is as a player of those games, you're not there for the story. You're there to experience the world. So, like, you're looking for the armor. You're, you know, getting these cool weapons and totally taking it out and shooting this guy in the head. So, like, you wound up spending... That got aggressive very fast. (laughs) (laughs) I like aggressiveness. Yeah, I've never... I've made it out of the vault on two different Fallout games and got killed immediately after and then stopped playing. So, I never played... And fall again, but watching my kids, my kid, my son, and my and my nephew play for hours, and just they were laughing when someone would ragdoll on a crazy death or yeah. something wild would happen, and they were having so much fun. It was it was it was definitely it was it was so the event itself, win lose draw whatever was totally worth just that experience sitting down with them and playing you know these games. And just watching them experience it. Now, Noah, he popped 12 Platinums for the event. Uh, he started off his day doing a lot of cheap, easy ones. And he found a couple rat Rat-like games that he actually enjoyed. Like, the, the actual gameplay itself was fun on them. So he played a couple of them well past the point of time that he actually Platinumed the game. And 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 he enjoyed that. But, but again, watching him knock out... Um, you know, Titanfall two and Fallout four was just like it was it was awesome. And I didn't play anything that really like <laughs> mattered. <laughs> I played Hugh for a while, but I wasn't enjoying that. So I didn't walk away with any like great gaming experience aside from uh Necromancer Slay the Dance Floor. <laughs> <laughs> but like watching you know, watching my, my son play was to- totally worth it. And then, of course, you had spider packs in there, calling out my trophies, giving the booyahs for platinums, and then dancing on the cam- in front of the camera when I would go like use the restroom or get something to drink. And I'd come back, and he's dancing like he's got a he got boogie in his bones, but uh, he was having a good time. So it was it was definitely like I said, that was definitely it was awesome. It was worth it, even though we lost. Again, a quick recap on the the totals. The Platinums were 60 to 61 or 61 to 62. I can't remember the exact numbers, but I do remember we lost right there at the end uh, by one. A tie would have put us in a sudden death situation where we're, Tricky and I would have had to stream and do some other kind of competition, which would have been fun. And then, of course, the total of games beaten my team, I beat uh, the Power Rangers uh, Battle for the Grid. Have you uh, Have you played that, John Michael? No, I haven't gotten a chance. Are to. you a Power Rangers guy? Yeah, I like the uh, the old school ones. Yeah, so this one is like a Marvel versus Capcom style fighting game. Um, you can have three is three three v three kind of thing. You tag in your characters and stuff like that, and you do super moves and everything. Um, very very competent fighter. It's I enjoy it quite a bit. That was one of the games that was picked on the list. Whoever um, on the council on the community council picked that out. Uh, that was a good one because I think almost everyone in the competition beat that game. The Power Rangers game, I think. yeah, yeah. I want to say that was Joe. Well, that was that was a really good t- one. I could tell you, I picked Crazy Taxi, Frogger. Uh, Frogger was remember. popular. That one got beat a few times. Yeah, I tried to pick games that weren't too hard, 
like I, I tried to give a range of games and like every time every time Tricky was like oh how's the list going I just told him that I was making a, a huge RPG because I couldn't take him asking me <laughs> <laughs> so apparently Joe was like everybody's worried that there's not going to be good games to play I'm like oh we have good games I just was lying out my teeth because Jesus. again and you know what talk speaking about our vet let's go over this again when somebody wants an exception to the rule I don't know why you people keep coming to me because I got to tell you no. That's right. No, I'm gonna tell you no too. So don't don't come to me either. Well, Trick came to me and was like, "Oh, I want to do my next list, but can I keep it secret?" No. <laughs> yeah, and in the middle of the event, he was like, "Hey, I want to add all the games that I'm beating to the list." I'm like, "No, that's not how it works. You put the list out, then you beat the games. You put the list out, then you beat the games." I was like, "How about this?" Take a negative on the games you have on your current list and then put your next five out, platinum them, get your points, put the next one out and, vi- and all the way down. And he was like, I want to do all 30 at one time. Like, No, no. And he wanted to do it after the fact because he wanted to have all of them beaten in platinum during, during the event and then type them up and turn them in. I'm like, nope. Yeah. Cause he was trying, he was trying to be slick because he wanted to like, Ninja be first place because apparently <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, he, he wants it. He wants some bragging rights. So, yeah. So, uh, um, John Michael, again. Now, this is going back to the to the first ever trophy war we did. Would you ever do something like that again? Uh, the trophy war? Yeah, probably that would be fun. Would you now? Would you be willing to do like a dirty, you know, Ratalika trophy war, or you want to do like a purist, like legit game for trophy war? Hmm. Is there a difference these days? <laughs> Wait, I have a question for John Michael. I'm what's, to ask. what's up? Why weren't you in this trophy war? Because you guys, Luke Bros was down a man. Trophy! Let's go, Brandon! Um, I'm not really sure. I wasn't really playing many games. I wouldn't have been any much help anyways. But like, if you were called upon to do your civic duty for I, the Lupros, would you? I have no civic duty to the Lupros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, I just call it honestly. No, uh, John Michael would have been asked, but he, two things: a, I don't know that I really realistically would have gone to John Michael because I feel like I hurt him on the last one, forcing him to play games to completion. It's not really his shtick. <laughs> and I got then, the most amount of platinums in, in in my history, though. Yeah, that's right. That is the most he's gotten in in his, in his entire uh, PlayStation. I stopped playing video games after that. Yeah, see, it breaks people. It breaks people. It, dude, it ruined Tanner and Frosty. Yeah, it's it's something to like play video games because you like it. It's a different thing when you're forced to play video. Games. When you're playing for competition, it changes things. That's what makes, you know, we've been having a lot of conversations on the Loot Bros with like high-end trophy hunters, high-end achievement hunters. And that's why like people who write in these questions from week to week, you know, listeners, if you're like, I don't know what, why this is a big deal. We have so many, you know, conversations with these high-end hunters and we have people write in specifically for those things. But yet like, it takes a special breed of person to constantly play and not play to casually enjoy it, but to play to complete get points and get out. And like, it's not for everybody. That, that's just, I mean, that's with anything that's with sports. That's with, you know what I'm saying? 
like art, but less with music. Like, like some people, when you enjoy something and then you all of a sudden turn that into a chore, it can ruin it. It can ruin your hobby. And that's, that's why, we, why I was just going to say, that's why I like our contest. And that's why our contest isn't solely based off of it's a right. mixture of things like right. our contest is designed to have fun. So Correct. John Michael, I really encourage you to come and join our contest next year. In fact, we would even put you on the back of like beat down council if you would like. Oh, <laughs> that's, a lot, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> so, what I would love for you to do, John Michael, and this is, we're going to end the show with this. Okay. This is going to tie it in. So we've talked previous trophy war. We've talked recap is, for is the current the trophy war. Tell me what you need on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll text you that list. No. <laughs> but this is where we tie it into the current backlog beatdown. Call your shot. Okay. You need to take the negatives on your current list. Okay. And then create a new list of these games that you have right now that you're playing. That is true. UFC and Mafia. Yep. You can create a new list. You can don't even, be a Zach. Yeah, don't be like Zach. <laughs> Yo, but the big L is is I feel like is better than the little L's. And well, I don't. I think if you take the little L, it shows you try that you participated and you played the game. You hung in. If you just sit at zero the whole time, that means you signed up and you never started. Or the big L says I resisted the man. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess if you want to, if you want to do it like that. But my daughter did the same thing. You know what? She finally overcame her fear and she beat some of the games on her list. She refuses to take the L on the last two. Yeah, I feel like I feel like taking the, the L's just feel real bad. <laughs> Which is so funny that that's a thing because like you could have moved on and played a hundred different games. I feel like we gotta have Rick on the show so he could explain to you guys how easy it is just to say, no, I'm not playing this anymore. Moving on. We should have a whole segment. We should have Rick do a soundbite for us that just says, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm moving on. <laughs> I don't know what oh, Rick wow. sounds like when he talks. I, I don't have a clue if he if that's good audio, but he has been the shining example in this competition. The dude has taken more negatives than most people have put on their list, like played games. And it's just like, yeah, this isn't working for me. I'm going to move on to the next game. This isn't and working for me. I'm going to move on to the next game. And don't forget, in the middle of this competition, he realized he wasn't playing right and took a ton of negatives. Yeah, he took a 15-point negative and didn't put up a fuss about it. He was like, oh, I missed this point. My bad. Here, take, give me a negative 15. I'll start over. And has stayed in first place. Would you like to, would you like to know how many how many games he's he's called and how many he's abandoned? Because I can tell you that in our stats. Yeah, let's do that. Let's, let's, talk, let's okay. talk about old Redbeard Rick. So he called 100 games so far. He's abandoned 33 of them, and he's beat 77 games. And that is insane. You hear that, John Michael? He's abandoned 33 games. That's a whole and, lot of L's. I have one. He, I have one L. And he's ten, he's 100 percent only 10 of them. Yeah. So he's just playing games and moving on. The dude's a monster. And here's another one. Here's another interesting fact. Tricky has called 47. He's only abandoned three. He beat 31 of them, and he's only 100% eight of them. Well, also, Tricky has has beaten games that are unbeatable for a man with his level of skill. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
I'm not saying he's cheating. I'm just saying Tricky is the dominion of this contest. All I'm saying is my experience in Tricky is he had his wife beaten games for him under his profile the last trophy war. Oh, snap, called out. So, like, Leopard can't change his stripes type. <laughs> Let's also give a shout-out to JT, who's called 41 shots, abandoned 23 of them, and beat 13 of them, and 100% 12 of them. That's pretty good. That's good. Because that's though. double points right there, you know? Like, that's exactly. awesome. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Daryl, you've abandoned three games. Yeah, I probably should abandon more, but I actually want to finish the ones I have. So, and I'll be honest, I've beaten, I've probably beaten 50. Well, no, I beat 30. Well, I plan them 38, but I've, I've probably beaten 50 to 100 games outside of my list, but they weren't like, they weren't, you know, backlog games. Yeah. Like I've beaten uh, Batman. Yeah. That's another, that's one you could have, you could have taken the L on, on your list and, and populated your new list with that one. So, see, there's still hope for you, bro. We still got time. You got almost two months. Do it. Do it. Give in. Take the L. I'm about to take some L on some games. Yep, there you go. I'm not going to take the L yet, but who knows? I might take on my next list. Hey, Kalai, John Michael, thank you guys so much for coming on here, talking shot with me. Thank you guys for writing into the show and keeping the questions coming and making them awesome. It definitely spices things up, makes it fun. Uh, thank you to everyone who left us reviews on iTunes. Unfortunately, every podcast platform does not have a review system. So that's why we constantly lean on to iTunes slash Apple podcasts. And that also happens to be the biggest platform. So therefore, whenever you go there and leave a review, it does put us up into areas where we can be seen with other podcasts. Like, so it's definitely a big deal. Thank you guys so much for all you do. If you don't do the podcast app and you don't do the Patreon, go to the YouTube, type in Loot Bros Podcast, and you will see where we have a YouTube channel that has the Loot Bros Podcast, Avocation to Climb, that's CJ's. Uh, once in a blue moon xbox uh youtube only podcast and then the uh old push to plat show that 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 cj used to do is all archived there go subscribe to the youtube it's slowly but surely we've got like 138 subscribers on there it'd be great if we could bump that up to 150 to 200 um we don't do a lot of video on there we just archive the podcast there and the podcasts are doing better and better each week. So it's definitely nice to see those views going up, people listening to it and commenting there. So I think that's all the housekeeping. That's all we got. Thank you guys so much for coming. This has been Loot Bros Podcast, and we're out of here. To end this week's show, I'm going to do something a little different. Uh, my band Ninja Loot is working on their next single that we're going to be dropping very, very soon. And so I wanted to give the listeners of this show just a sneak little peek. Now, I know not everyone who listens to the show likes metal, and I know not everybody this, that listens to this show um, enjoys our music. But there are a handful of you that have expressed interest in this stuff, and there are a handful of you who have supported us and what we've been doing uh, tangentially to this podcast. So I want to give you uh, a little snippet of our next single that should be releasing at the end of this month. That is November of 2021. I hope you enjoy it. This song's called Judge.